Welcome to the Disney Wedding Podcast, brought to you by Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons, the only guidebook and bridal organizer tailored exclusively to Disney's fairy tale weddings. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward. Each week I feature a different aspect of Disney weddings, from the latest news, information, and money-saving tips, to interviews with wedding vendors and real Disney brides and grooms. I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates romance at Disney destinations worldwide. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, I am speaking with Disney fine art photographer Stephanie Caldwell about the Magic Kingdom Bridal Portrait Session. If you are even slightly interested in having a Disney wedding, you will know that one of the things you get to do is have a portrait session inside the Magic Kingdom or any of the other theme parks, but I would say the Magic Kingdom is probably the most popular, in your bridal attire with your significant other before the parks open. And They've recently opened this up to anyone who is interested in doing this, so there's been a flurry of interest and a lot of questions, and I wanted to have Stephanie on the show today to answer all of them. (laughs) So welcome, Stephanie. Thanks for having me, Carrie. Thanks so much for being on the show. Now, you also do weddings for Disney. Can you tell me how you got started as a wedding photographer? I was actually kind of thrown into weddings. <laughs> you know, it just started as something, you know, hey, I can make money doing this. And I love photography. I originally wanted to be, you know, the National Geographic photographer traveling the world, basically, which I still get to travel as well. Not as much as uh, what I thought that I would, but, you know, no big deal because I love what I do. I've, I've come to truly enjoy weddings, especially at Disney. I mean, how can you go wrong at Disney? It's It's amazing there. So... But yes, uh, Disney, I started out, gosh, where did I start? Basically, I, again, was kind of thrown into it. I was uh, approached by one of the managers at the Disney Fine Art Photography. They gave me a call. They saw an advertisement that I had placed in um, The Perfect Wedding Guide a long time ago. And so they gave me a call and said, hey, do you want to come in and talk to us? And I said, sure, absolutely. So that's kind of where I got started at Disney, and then I haven't left. I've been there for almost seven years or something like that. So it's been an amazing journey of seven years, definitely. That's wonderful. So since you've shot weddings outside Disney and at Disney, what would you say your favorite thing is about shooting Disney weddings? I was thinking about that today, and honestly... Everything is my favorite. I, I love it all. You know, I love my bride and grooms. I love meeting new people. I, uh, I enjoy all walks of life because we, you know, we get anywhere from Japanese couples, you know, that come straight over from Japan and, and we get to photograph them, obviously all over the United States, Canada, UK. So I would say that's probably my favorite, you know, just being able to, to interact with different walks of life. Definitely. Yeah, I'll bet you get to meet a ton of people. Yeah. So that kind of feeds my my travel, because <laughs> they actually come to me at that point. So <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. So let's talk now about the Magic Kingdom Bridal Portrait Session. In the past, anyone could do a bridal portrait session in their bridal attire at any of the other theme parks, but only couples who had had Disney's fairy tale weddings were able to do them in the Magic Kingdom, and that has recently changed. Yes. Yep, we've opened them up to, to everyone. Anyone that wants to come in and um, have a magical hour session can do so, definitely. 
That's cool. And what days and times are the sessions available? It just really depends, especially with Magic Kingdom, where we're obviously subject to, and I'm sure we'll get into that later as far as like the construction. And then obviously Magic Kingdom is the most popular park. They constantly have different functions going on as far as, you know, holiday functions and things that we can't get our couples scheduled for. So it really depends on the time of the year. Obviously, the holidays are, are the, pretty much from like October to, to December, are probably the hardest times to get in there, just simply because of everything going on. Parks open late, the parks open early. So there's just really not enough hours in the day, <laughs> you know, to be able to get our couples in there. Interesting. So if someone's interested, they shouldn't worry, oh, they never do them on Sundays, or it's more when is the availability. For it's the exactly, exactly. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then time-wise, I know when we did ours, you know, many years ago, pickup times were 5.30 a.m. or 6.30 a.m. Do they still have a standard time that they pick you up? Generally, for Magic Kingdom, it's pretty much across the board. It's 7 o'clock pickup as of right now. We made it a little bit later than probably what you had been picked up before, just due to the construction, they wanted a, a little bit longer to get all their construction done in the morning. So so they pushed us to seven o'clock, which was fine because obviously nobody wants to, you know, I'm sure you, you realized how hard it was to get up at 530 or actually probably up at 330 in the morning <laughs> to do this. So to get all your hair and makeup and everything done. So, you know, it alleviates a little, you get a little bit more sleep. <laughs> so seven o'clock isn't isn't a horrible thing by any means but yes yeah, seven o'clock for magic kingdom definitely the other parks are a little the times vary okay now do you still get any nighttime hours because i know when we were doing it a lot of times people thought we had had our shoot in the middle of the night or something and right. we had to tell them, no it was so early that we got nighttime and daytime shots is it possible like if it's the dead of winter that you might still have some twilight looking or evening shots even though it's actually morning yes because it's darker it gets lighter later on in the morning so yes we will have some as you said twilighty photos absolutely and it's interesting, too, because some people absolutely love those and they only want those. And some people mm -hmm. are like, I only want daylight shots. So, Absolutely. It, it definitely depends on, on your, your choice of, of day or, or night time shots. Absolutely. Cool. So can you give my listeners a kind of timeline for how the shoot runs from pickup through to the end? Yes, absolutely. So basically what we do, you're given a time by your planner, first of all. The planner will, will give it to you on your BEO. So definitely always check that BEO for your pickup time. It's very specific as far as being able to get you on at the right time and get you into the park and then get you out of the park by the time we were kind of nudged out of there. <laughs> so definitely refer to the BEO if you're not sure of the pickup time. As I said, Magic Kingdom is 7 o'clock, pretty much across the board. We're going to pick you up at 7 o'clock. Depending on where your resort is, obviously there's some drive time there. So we'll have you in the park shooting definitely by 730. As long as, you know, everything is on time and hair and makeup and all that good stuff. So so basically what will happen is we will, first, before we come to pick you up, we, no we normally give you a call and say, hey, we're going to give you a, you know, a 15-minute morning. We'll be there in like 15 minutes. So just, you know, go ahead and come downstairs underneath the portico chair, and that's where we're going to pick you up in a white van. Also, one of the things that I always tell my couples for sure is to make sure that they bring guys, not so much, but <laughs> the women with their beautiful six 
inch stilettos that are gorgeous. We always want to make sure we bring comfy shoes as well because there's a lot of walking. Definitely bring those gorgeous shoes because I like to use them for props, me personally. So absolutely bring the, the shoes, but definitely bring like a pair of flip-flops or something that you you can walk around in easily. And then also a snack, something to drink, like a bottled water or something like that. So that's always, you know, definitely I, I always tell my, my couples to make sure that they do that just simply because it is a lot of work, especially if you're doing two parks, like say we're going to Magic Kingdom and then we're going to Epcot. We always want to bring something to snack on because definitely by that second park, you are famished. <laughs> so power bar, you know, just a little snack just to keep you going for the next hour. So as soon as we pick you up, we're going to swoop you off to the Magic Kingdom or Epcot or whatever the case may be. We will be in the park for an hour normally. And then as soon as that hour is over, we're going to take you back to your hotel and drop you off. So, and that's basically how the bridal sessions kind of work. Okay, cool. And then how long is it before couples get their photos? We usually say four to six weeks. Sometimes it's sooner. Sometimes it's, you know, right at that, that four to six week mark. Okay, cool. So now some common questions I see on the various message boards and the forums, one of them is, can I bring my child or my children? Can we have them with us? Yeah, unfortunately, the our vehicles, first of all, they don't have child seating. So that's definitely one. And then secondly, the um, I know for sure Magic Kingdom only allows us to bring two people into the park. So unless there is some type of like a wheelchair accessible, like if something like that happens, you'd have to talk to your planner. They might have to do like an alternate transportation and like we might have to meet you inside the park. So that's also an option. If it's something like, you know, you have to have a wheelchair or something like that. So. Okay, cool. Another popular question, especially now that there is construction going on in the hub area at the Magic Kingdom, is it still possible to get shots that have the castle in them? Absolutely. There's definitely side shots of the castle. I just did one the other day. We got a gorgeous shot of the castle in that kind of twilighty sun's just breaking up over, over the over the horizon. And it was gorgeous. It was a gorgeous side shot of the castle. The straight on shots, no, you wouldn't want them anyway, <laughs> just because at this point right now, the partner statue is completely covered. The whole hub is covered. So you probably wouldn't want that anyway. But obviously the castle is, you know, gorgeous from any angle. So, and there's also various places like over by the carousel that makes a really great photograph from the back of the castle as well. And to be honest, the ca- back of the castle, I think is so much more beautiful than the front. That's just... That's just me. I just I just think it's gorgeous from the back. It's got all those nice windows and everything like that. So so yes, you still can get shots of the castle. Okay. And another thing introduced for this year was three new photo routes where couples choose one of the three options and each one has three spots on it. Can you tell us what those are? Yes. So route number one is Prince Charming Carousel. Obviously, it's the big carousel right at the back of the castle. And there, that's a great shot of the back back of the castle between the carousel and the back. So that's a really great shot right there. The um, teacups, which is a very popular spot as well. And then also Cinderella's Wishing Well, which is also another spot where you can still get a side shot of the castle too. Option two is the Enchanted Tales of Belle, which is kind of like out there where the gardens are with the Belle Castle in the background. So it's another castle you'll, you'll still be able to get. The Be Our Guest restaurant, like the bridge, the front of the Be Our Guest restaurant out there. And then the Journey to Little Mermaid is another one as well. Inside Little Mermaid, if you haven't already been in there, 
so many photo options in there. There's just so much in that one little spot that you can almost spend the whole time in there. (laughs) At least I could. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So would that be the paths with the waterfalls or can you go all the way through the queue up? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you can go all the we can go all the way in the queue line because there's so much in that queue line. It's amazing over there. So interesting. But at Be Our Guest, you can only be outside, right? They don't let you go in the lobby. Yes, yes, yes. And then option three is the Rapunzel Tower, which everybody loves the lanterns and the decor over there. There's, you know, obviously the the little waterfall that they have is beautiful. The Rapunzel Tower and then Haunted Mansion is right next door. We can go there. And then all and all the way back over to Pirates of the Caribbean. So, yeah, that's cool. What would you say are some of your favorite spots on these new routes? I would say Route Three is probably my favorite out of all of them, just because I love pirates and I love the Haunted Mansion. And there's so many options, just like Little Mermaid. You can almost spend the whole time in just those little areas, just going around and getting a lot more detail than we were be able to before all of the construction started because we were very, very focused on the castle, obviously. So this allows us to really get into those areas that we weren't able to, well, that we didn't have time for before. So so I'm, I'm actually very excited about doing all these different routes. I've only done a couple of them so far. I haven't done all three of them yet because they're all so new. But yeah, I'm actually very excited about being able to spend a lot of more time in all these areas. And some of them, like Pirates, has this beautiful little courtyard sort of off to the side of the queue. Yeah, that I think would be wonderful. Do you then go into the queue, like the castle part of it? Ah, Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, we can go in. Well, we can go inside, you know, where all the pirate ships and, you know, the cannons are and stuff like that. And that also, if it's obviously, if it's that time of the year where everything's light when we get there and you're that bride that wants to get the dark, moody, romantic shots. That's the spot to go. And then also another one is also inside of Mermaid because we can get those nice romantic dark shots that you want. Okay. And so then where do you shoot in the Haunted Mansion? There's two places. Well, actually, I I shouldn't say two because the queue line in itself has like probably five different locations that we can photograph in. We can't go all the way inside because the Haunted Mansion, one of the things about the Haunted Mansion, it has a lot of holograms that our lights don't like. Ah. <laughs> and they don't show up very well. So we we stay primarily outside. There's a nice dark hallway over to the right-hand side of it that we can go and it's it's pretty much where you exit and then over to the left is where you go into the normal queue line where they have all that interactive stuff. So and then like the graveyard area and stuff like that. Um so it's just a all-around fun place to to photograph. Cool. Um, One question I see is, is it possible to mix and match spots? Because a lot of people are like, oh, I really want Rapunzel, but I also want the teacups or whatever. Yeah. Well, and unfortunately, you know, obviously those areas are so far apart that you would spend your whole time walking and not getting the the photographs that that you paid for, (laughs) basically. So no, I would say no to that question just because those two areas are, are so far apart. Right. But is there an opportunity, like if you're going by the spitting fountains in Adventureland on your way to Pirates, that you could stop and get a quick snap? Yeah, sure. We could do that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's obviously, if we're passing by it, we can do that. We have to be careful of where we, you know, we deviate to. We just don't want to start walking too far away because if obviously if you want the teacups are in your route and you're like, oh, but I really want Belle's Castle, that's pretty far away. So you don't want to spend all your time walking. 
because it is a very fast. And I think that, you know, I think that's one misconception that the brides have. It's like, oh, we have a full hour, but really that hour goes so quick. I mean, I, you know, every time I, I do one of these, they're like, wow, that was quick. <laughs> <laughs> that's always the comment. Oh my gosh, that was so quick. So yeah, that hour goes very, very fast. And now my next question that I've seen asked a lot, and you pretty much answered it when you talked about how far apart things are, but is there a possibility that you could have three sets of couples all seeing each other, taking pictures in the park at the same time? Yeah. I mean, it's possible. I'm not going to say it's not, but I mean, in all the years that I've been there, I don't, I, we've never had that. (laughs) (laughs) Even, even when we were shooting in the front of the castle, that was our go-to spot pretty much. We're very good about not running into each other. If one photographer gets there and we have, you know, two other brides coming in, it's like, okay, they're there. We're going to go over here. So we're very respectful of each other's space because we, we know, we, you know, we understand, we get, and also we, we tend to talk to each other before we leave the office. Hey, where does your bride want to start? You know what I mean? So we're very good about uh, getting out of each other's way, (laughs) basically, for for lack of a better term. (laughs) That's good. And then another really popular question. There is this shot that was first seen a couple years ago. Beautiful shot. Obviously, it's behind the construction walls now, but it's from the bridge, and you can see the castle, and you can see the moat, and the couple standing on the lawn. So the big question is, is the moat shot coming back? You know, that's the question that I I myself can answer right now, just because we don't even know... I mean, we've, we haven't a good idea of where the construction is going to be. And I, I think that it will come back. I don't know if it's somewhere we can, cause they might completely block it off to where nobody can get in there. So I'm not really certain of how far that construction is going to go back. We might be able to get a variation of it. So, you know, it might look similar, but not exactly Um, And it might even be better. (laughs) You never know. You know, I can't say yes, yes or no for sure, honestly, on that one. Right. Another thing that's popular is to do more than one park session. Can couples do bridal portrait sessions in the Magic Kingdom and another park on the same day? Yes. The only other park, though, that they could do on the same day would be Epcot because the other two parks are at the same time frame, or they overlap sometimes. Because World Showcase opens so late that... Exactly. I see. Okay. So if they wanted to do Animal Kingdom, they would have to do it on a separate day. Yes. Yes. And we do have a lot of those people that, you know, that's what they want. They want Magic Kingdom and and Animal Kingdom, and, and we do do quite a few of those. Okay, cool. Yeah. And then how many of the photos that couples get back are edited? Well, we go through and touch all the ones that we edit through. Obviously, we're going to get rid of eyes closed and, you know, things like that or just making a weird face or, <laughs> you know, whatever. We're going to get down to the to the the beautiful photographs that are amazing. And we don't do a ton of editing. You know, I'm going to be honest because we like our photos to look like photos. You know, we, we, um, we do touch all of them, just kind of pop them out a little bit. Obviously, there are photographs that, you know, if there's a crane there, (laughs) we're going to take that out, obviously. They have that joke that people come to see the crane now (laughs) because it's up so often. Um, But yes, we're going to go through and kind of touch all of them, turn some of them black and white, you know, put a little sparkle on them, definitely. We like to shoot out of our camera, so it's, it's done for us in the camera, basically. That's great. Do you have any tips or advice for brides and grooms who might be considering doing the shoot? 
I, you know, I would definitely look at photos, figure out which, which photographer really resonates to you, choose them by their, their skill and their, obviously, and you know, the ladies that have worked with, with me and, you know, Amy and Mike and Joe and, and everybody talk to them as well. Like I said, Disney Brides Diary, they do an awesome job about getting the information out there. And any of the ladies have a question about something that's kind of not like in the norm. They're really great about uh, giving you options and throwing out some things to you that you really can take and, and kind of make them your own. So, so I would definitely say, you know, looking at photographs, going to the Disney Fine Art Photography website, looking at all of us and just kind of figuring that out. And then also talking to some of the past brides because they really, they've already been through it. So they're a good resource. Okay. So if you are interested in booking one of these sessions and you're having a Disney's Fairytale wedding, you can book it through your planner. Otherwise, you can call 407 934 4004. And there's also information on Disney Fine Art Photography's website. Right now for 2015, the session costs $1,700 for the Magic Kingdom. And then if you want to add another park, you can do two parks for $2,000. And that price includes a folio with 12 images if you do one park or 30 images if you do two parks. And you now get a disc of archival quality images, all of the images from the shoot that are fit, as Stephanie was talking about, so that you can then make your own prints and blow them up as large as 30 by 40, I believe. So it's a really great deal that now you can get all those digital images. So Stephanie, before we go, can you tell me where listeners can go to learn more about the portrait sessions and see samples of your work? There's actually numerous places. Let's see. Well, Disney Fairytale Weddings website is probably the the best place they can go as far as like ordering their their packet if they need to if they if they just need to give them a call and just ask them a few questions that's that's a good spot their facebook page is also another place the disney fine art photography website which is disneyfineartphotography.com they can go and see all of our different styles like all the photographers different styles and you know i do have to say we have an amazing group so I hope it's hard for everybody to decide which one because all of us are awesome. You know, I can't say enough about everybody. Everybody's just wonderful. So, so I'm very, very humbled and lucky to, to be a part of that group as well. So Facebook is also a, another, the Disney Brides Diary is wonderful. I'm constantly on there chatting to the ladies and, and talking to them and, and things like that. So you can certainly find me definitely on there. So yeah, those are some, some really good resources. Great. Well, Stephanie, thank you so much for taking the time today to be on the show. I think you've offered a lot of great tips for people who are considering this and dispelled some myths and answered some questions. So I really appreciate your taking the time. Yeah, no problem. I had a great time. Thank you so much. That's our show for today. If you enjoyed it, be sure to rate the Disney Wedding Podcast on iTunes so that others will find it. You can also send your comments, questions, and suggestions to info at disneyweddingpodcast.com. Past shows are available in iTunes and on the show's website. And for instant answers to all your Disney's Fairy Tale Weddings questions, check out Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons Guide, available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at passporter.com weddings.asp or in print at Passporter.com and Amazon.com. <laughs>